0: Welcome to Horror Stories, the podcast, episode three. I'm your host, Kelly, with my co-host, Sasha Powers. Hi, Sasha. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be talking with you. It's been a little bit longer than usual for us. We've been so busy. I'm glad to be catching
1: up with you. What's new, my sister? I know, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy couple of weeks, I would say. But um I'm doing good, you know, hanging in there. Doing a whole bunch of like, I don't know. Today was like or this week was like a mental health roller coaster, but thankfully to thank thankfully I am in therapy. I have a great therapist mm-hmm. and I'm working on myself and that's all I got (laughs) that takes up most of my time. That's a full-time job right there.
0: That's good though. That's a good way to spend it. Mm -hmm. Getting to the next level. How was your week to hear it? My week was good. It continues to be wild and crazy. um, Both with my art. uh, As I said in the last podcast, this is my busy season and then I had a friend, Reagan, who is a songwriter, um, a musician, uh, artist, um, just all around amazing person. I had her over yesterday to record a podcast and we hung out only to find out that we were having some technical difficulty anyway, but mm. we just could not record her end of it on an iPhone. That's the bottom line. So, I'm going to uh, pick up the proper equipment for my guests. My gosh, this week I'm going to take care of business. So, that was uh, something that I um, uh, got together, did. We had a great time. And we the the only downside is that I'm going to have to get together with her again this week and have another great conversation. So... That happens sometimes. Yeah, Um, I'm new at this and kind of trying to figure out the equipment and pushing it. And I kind of knew we weren't going to be able to do that. But I was like, let's try it anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to get the proper stuff. So I've got the the full two setups Mm -hmm. and then we can kind of go from there. But uh, tomorrow I have um, Quincy Crutchfield who owns Casey Night Market. It is a fantastic uh, art pop-up event that happens every few months at the Crossroads Hotel in the Crossroads of Kansas City, um, around 18th and Central. And uh, this is a just a gorgeous, iconic hotel. And we take over the entire first floor with fantastic artists, DJs, People shopping, having a great time, coming in to party, drinking delicious drinks, having amazing food, and Quincy just puts on a fantastic event. I've done this night market now as an artist vendor for, I don't know, maybe four or five times now, and it's just really fun. So I'd like to talk to him about how he got into that, how he grew it. Uh, What else he's got going on, I want to know a little bit about his history and where he grew up and so forth. So I'm really excited to talk to him tomorrow and hoping that we can overcome any technical challenges and um, get that done. Um, And I had a fun date the other night. Mm. Um, We went to see Electric Poe, which is this really cool... It's like this dude plays guitar, and another dude um, acts out some Edgar Allan Poe stories on stage to this really great guitar riffing by oh, Rex nice. that sounds, City.
1: That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, we did that, and then we did a Rocky Horror pop up bar. Yes. Um. Of we also popped into this whiskey bar in the West Bottoms, that's over by 14th and Hickory, not far from 14th and Hickory. So a really neat atmosphere. So that was fun. That was uh, the second time we hung out. We went to that homes tour I was referencing the last time, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible. The, the work that these people have done on these historic homes that have details that just are not to be replicated, I just, hats off and I thank those people so much for opening their homes in the Northeast and coincidentally I wasn't paying attention until we got in the house and someone said their names I actually had a I knew somebody and his husband who had a home on the tour and oh, wow. I wasn't expecting to be able to say that's Wick and Clay they actually have a business Wick does candles and his husband Clay does a really great amazing ceramics lots of really cool skulls and I mean, uh, such a talented couple, and uh, they actually had a booth at the Renaissance Fair uh, this year that they completely transformed. The company is called Wick & Clay? Uh Uh-huh, Wick & Clay, and so are the men in the... Yes, and so are the men, so it's really neat. But their home was was beautiful, and it uh, it was a privilege to tour these properties. I mean, so much fun. And, um, the person that I went with was a blast, just really showing up to have a good time and was curious and, and, uh, just a really nice time and the weather in Kansas city for our events when we've been hanging out has been just gorgeous, which has kind of added Kansas city falls.
1: They're amazing. I miss, they really, really are. I miss that season. (laughs)
0: So do you have any leaves blowing around out there or anything? Do you have any fall in Southern California? Our
1: winter months are colder months. um, It just gets really rainy. And when I say really rainy, I mean like it rains like four or five times in a month, maybe. Um, But that's about it. And it will get a little cooler. um, But not by much. I don't think it's gotten below 60 all year and probably won't so uh, we don't really get seasons and then the leaves don't change much if they do it just gets like brown you know you don't get like pretty Mm. colors Kansas City is just so vibrant in fall so crisp beautiful I love it
0: I'm sitting here looking at a gorgeous like lemon lime lemon lime tree it's just incredible I love it Oh, I got my lips tattooed Ooh. this week. Yeah, they by look great, Meg. Thank you, Meg at Inkton and Classy in Oak Grove, Missouri. She did my um, eyebrows a while back, and I went in. She, I was wearing this kind of brown for decades because that's just what I do, and then um, I, I just I don't update it enough. So I had seen on her instagram account it's inked i n k apostrophe d ampersand and classy c l a s s i is how she spells it it's connected to her husband's they have she and her husband own this business together with purgatory tattoo next door so um she just does such a beautiful job but yeah literally getting my lips tattooed and i it looks great it looks very natural yeah it's I just wish I would have gotten it done earlier, but she's fantastic. I can't recommend her enough. And she doesn't do the same set of lips or the same set of brows on anybody. Everybody's got their thing. And she steered me away from that brown. She didn't pull me up to that rack like at the nail polish place. Or at the, you know, pedicure manicure place and say, what color do you want? She was like, how about these? And she gave me a choice. Oh, wow. And so it was like she did such a great job Mm -hmm. of getting me out of my comfort zone and updating my look. So thank Mm -hmm. you, Meg. She was wonderful. It's just a great experience to go in there. I go in again and in like another five weeks and uh get a little touch up she might put a little dusty pink in there but Mm -hmm. all I have on right now is gloss so yeah I
1: was telling you before the show before we started recording that you look so fresh you look so bright thank you like sunshine thank you
0: (laughs) oh thank you thanks a lot Sasha I appreciate Mm -hmm. that babe I um uh the only downside to the lips is I haven't been able to do anything intimate, no intimate acts with your mouth for seven to ten days. So mm. that period's almost expired. So I go out again on Friday night, and um, <laughs> so yeah, you have the countdown.
1: You have an alert on That'll, your phone?
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> Tomorrow's my seven days. And they're well, really they're healing really well. They're healing really, really well. So I don't think I have to wait the entire 10. Oh, my God, no.
1: Was the pain so, bad or no?
0: She numbs them up really good for almost 20, it's like 25 minutes before she even touches you with a needle. And then the first pass, um, especially on the top lip, when she gets into that Cupid's bow, was a little bit flinchy. But, um, not bad. And then, after that first pass, it was a piece of cake. She switches she switches to a fatter needle, and it just doesn't mm. it, and she keeps and she keeps rotating the lip number when she's working on your top. She's numbing the bottom when she's working on the bottom, she's numbing your top. So she's really, really good. But I have got a, a giant black snake sleeve tattoo on one of my arms. I've got other tattoos around i've got cherries on the backs of my thighs and straight black lines down from my thigh down to my ankles and that felt like a hot knife going down the back of my thighs when i was getting that tattoo but um yeah after that black snake i've been really scared because it was just a lot of black work and it's intense and it goes over my whole arm it's just a big tattoo so i had Mm kind of thought that's the end of the road on tattoos for me but it's different when i'm talking about cosmetic facial tattoos right Mm -hmm. but i loved that she used the number i honestly don't i i wouldn't have signed up for something without a little kind of pain reduction there you know and it, it it was a piece of cake honestly day four was kind of the crustiest and now it's just a piece of cake these lips are like brand new they look good. It feels so nice thank you <laughs> so thrilled so thrilled with them so anyway yeah so just busy busy got a busy week ahead i'm getting ready to um i need to get some travel authorization stuff figured out this coming week for um i'm going to bermuda uh with a friend to see another friend We all worked together 20 years, and they're just a blast. I can't wait to spend some time on the beach. We got a place with a pool, got my own little cabana. Um, Very nice. I just, yeah, I cannot wait. I just am very excited. It's only an 11 by 2 island. It's, like, off the coast of uh, North Carolina in the Atlantic, and it's... um, it's waiting for me to have fun on it. Yeah. So I'm very excited I'm so jealous. About
1: that. I can't wait to see the pictures.
0: Yeah. I haven't been out of the country in forever. So it's just a, a welcome um, trip, especially with such wonderful people that I've known for 20 fucking years. I just love these women in my life. So, um,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Um, have you you're a are you a game of thrones fan i did i watched game of
0: thrones um at toward the end there i just was getting recaps yeah um uh, it just it gets a little bit confusing. Everybody's you know, there's seven kingdoms, everybody's got three or four or five <laughs> names. Not, there's a lot of moving yeah. parts, people are related, you didn't expect it. You yeah, know, yeah. Davos is the Onion knight. is the Bola Brown guy, is the <laughs> I just it's a lot, it's yeah. a lot, yeah. But, um, how about you? Are you into it? And what didn't they do a spinoff or something, right?
1: So, uh, they're, I'm watching House of, Dra- House of the Dragon, oh, that's right, uh, I think it's what it's called. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a little bit of a slower pace than Game of Thrones. At least the start of it was slower, but it's pretty good. Um, I think this first season is about to end, but I'm bringing it up because it made the news, uh, over something that I just didn't even consider that it would make the news about. So this past episode, i'm if you're listening and you're also watching the show and you haven't seen the episode that came out, uh let's see, October 22nd, or no, no, 16th, then, you know, no spoiler alert. But I won't say too much. Uh, There's a character in the show that has a foot fetish. Mm. And it made the news because people were kind of up in arms about the fact that this guy had a foot fetish and there's like this whole scene about it. Meanwhile, there's siblings getting married to each other, there like there's aunt like uncles and nieces getting married to each other. There's tons of grooming. There's all sorts of like way more in my opinion. Way more taboo mm-hmm. topics. But for some reason people are just now reacting to the fact that there's a guy that has a foot fetish, which I just find so strange. I mean uh, studies show that f- the foot fetish community is like one of the more common communities in the kink- in the kink world, and that feet yeah. is like one of the most uh sexualized part of the body. So I find it interesting that <laughs> these viewers are like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's go with the incest." But oh my god, a foot fetish—that <laughs> is, what is it? Why is it? I don't know.
0: I don't know. But are you are you into feet at all? Uh, have you ever had anybody do anything to your feet? Who you who clearly kind of was into it, and how did you feel about it?
1: I have not had, well, I have not knowingly had anybody um, that's had a foot fetish. Um, I have not had a partner with a foot fetish. But I am actually the opposite. I'm not a big fan of anyone touching my feet. Uh, you can look at my feet all you want, but don't touch them. <laughs> and I don't want to touch anybody's feet. Uh, there's nothing against it. I'm not grossed out by it. I just don't... like. I. It's mostly a dry skin thing for me. I just... Mm-hmm. hate mm-hmm. dry skin and i feel like feet are dry all the time
0: yeah they they often they often are in fact i was i had a um a date not that long ago and uh we were in bed and he popped one of
1: my <laughs> <laughs> he popped what <laughs> <gasps>
0: hold on a can he popped one of my feet in his mouth oh like and with your toe yeah like a, he got a couple of toes and I was like oh my gosh all I was thinking at first was that I haven't had a pedicure since like March of 2020 and your mother paid for it <laughs> <laughs> and then also I was fucking here for it oh god I was so here for it It was just honestly, once I could let that part go and just realize that he was enjoying it, even though I could feel like I could tap dance on those feet barefoot, I just feel like (laughs) I really (laughs) needed to feel fucking worshipped in every fucking way. And I was here for it. Honestly, (laughs) I was uh, I was all about it. So thank you. you, I actually now that you say that. I appreciate
1: it. I have had, like, a couple of, like, toe-sucking incidents, and those are actually surprisingly really enjoyable for me, even though I'm not really. Mm -hmm. I'm just into whatever, like, if you're, if you dig it, and I play off of pleasure, you know, so.
0: Absolutely. So tell me, like, what are some of the parts of the body that, um you obviously look we appreciate a good intellect blah 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 but let's talk about (laughs) like what part of the body do you enjoy
1: um mm, i think it's different for uh for men versus women i would say uh for men I'm asking you yeah no I'm saying for me since I'm (laughs) I'm attracted to both
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love our conversations Uh, God you know for men it's always like how obtuse how obtuse of me I know Jesus God Kelly (laughs) okay I know what the fuck is wrong with me okay yes tell me about what attracts you to what on a man's body
1: um love a good job someone
0: identif- who identifies okay ooh, a ja- jaw jawline jaw. ooh. ooh, um also like
1: anything from like the elbow down like a forearm wrists hands person i love like <clears throat> m- like uh anything that looks not not necessarily like bulky and in- when i say athletic i'm gonna say athletic but not bulky i mean like just toned i guess not necessarily muscly it's all about like I don't know. I just like hands, long fingers, things that can grip things hard. I don't know. <laughs> and then, yes. um, such a turn on. What else? Uh, thighs, legs, ankles, just not the feet. I stop at the feet, but mm-hmm. oh. uh, that's normally what I look at in women. I mean just you know for women it's different it's like the feminine energy is what I'm attracted to like the whole confidence yes. in a woman um, there's not necessarily a uh, type of woman or a physical attribute that I like in women I just like their femininity I'm attracted to that Um. yeah that's well put yeah what about you
0: Well, I like a good, uh, on a man, I like a good, uh, substantial belly for which to lay my weary head. I want it to be (laughs) kind of soft and bouncy with a nice clean, crisp belly button and some, um, you know, if it's all hairy, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, some of the washboards that I'm not trying to washboard shame. I'm not trying to washboard shame, but yeah, it's just not um
1: different strokes for different folks.
0: Amen. Amen. So, I also like um an interesting face, like if you've got um, you know, if your nose has been broken a couple times or you know, you've got a scar. <laughs> i just too. am attracted to the imperfect let's i don't want to get too carried away with teeth No, no, no. no. <laughs> i like a good no i like a good set of teeth don't come at me yeah i but i understand that's a very classist very elitist thing because dental work in the united states especially is just incredibly expensive and it does so that i don't want to be too bitchy on that but yeah i floss your teeth brush your teeth um Uh, yeah. Noses, bellies. Um, I'm always going to go for a man with facial hair versus without facial Mm -hmm. hair. I'm -hmm. not nearly as attracted as a rule to men without facial hair. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't know, a nice set of chops or a nice good beard or a funky goatee or whatever. Uh, um, I'm into yeah I'm I'm not into into like the clean
1: cut look like the I don't know Prince Eric look I mean that's nice to look at from a distance but I want to I want something a little grimier
0: (laughs) agreed agreed yeah I just have never been attracted to that you know I totally agree. I totally agree. How about tattoos? Do you like, do you have
1: tattoos? Do you like
0: men with tattoos? Does it matter?
1: I have tattoos. I like tattoos. If my only uh, Astra said I would put on this is if it's like something, if the tattoos are just poorly designed or there's a poor taste in the tattoos, then I don't like them. Like I I dated this wow. one guy that had <laughs> he had Mario and Luigi on each butt cheek. Like Mario's on one butt cheek and Luigi's on the other butt cheek. And so when he like mm. clenches his butt, they're like it looks like they're kind of chasing each other. <laughs> oh wow. And I am I am a gamer. Wow. I love I love me some Mario, I love me some Mario Party, some Mario Kart I'm down with the nerds however that tattoo just it screams drunken night on a whim impulsive and that's where I'm like it's funny but I'd rather it not be there, (laughs) but that sounds like
0: a fucked up mess. And that's coming from somebody who (laughs) had a lion cub tattooed on my breast that I have since removed. But anyway, so yeah, I have a high tolerance for stupid fucking tattoos, but that takes the cake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's big too. It like the size of it also matters. If it's going to be a stupid tattoo, that's Mm. fine. I totally am down with getting a tattoo that relates to an experience or a memory or whatever, and just a point in your life. I'm down with that. But like <laughs> the sheer size of these tattoos, it took like a whole ass cheek of Mario, a whole mm. ass cheek of Luigi. That's where I'm like, all right, you just, you full sended it. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I can, I also am that's currently dating on a somebody lot of levels that does not have any tattoos and that's fine too. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think so too. It's not a deal breaker for me if they don't. I'm with you. I prefer them not to have a bunch of you know, bad or jailhouse style tattoos. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> But uh uh yeah i'm i'm into it and i don't know how much uh i've never have you ever dated a guy with tattoos all over his face i'm not judging i'm just asking
1: no no
0: i don't i don't think think that those
1: types of guys would probably swipe on me i don't know Mm -hmm. but i have not
0: yeah well, to each his own or her own, we just like to discuss because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I've been wanting to ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I didn't preface it before we got on the phone. But do you
1: like what do you think about group sex? Dig it all for it. I haven't had much experience in it, but that is definitely something that I am interested in eventually Um, but I'm more of so I think I've mentioned this in the first episode I want to say I did but maybe I didn't my interest lies in the voyeuristic kind of uh, realm of things so group sex where I would get the most enjoyment is like sitting back and watching it all play out and just being a fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. How about you?
0: They have setups for that, you know? Oh, I'm sure it's totally doable. It's totally doable. (laughs) Um, gosh, you know, I dated a married couple in like 1997. Um, when I was like 27 years old and I think that's probably, that might be the first time I had sex with, more than one person at a time um, and I've had um, um, a man, male male female mostly female female male um, lots of times um, uh, a couple of gangbangs bangs um, that I was not the center focus mm-hmm. but invited to partake <clears throat> in the event. Um, and it was fascinating. I'm always going to buy the fucking ticket and get on the ride. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want it for the experience. And, and like we've talked about in previous episodes, I think it's just as important to figure out what you don't want is what you do. So, um... I'm always going to buy the ticket and get on the ride. It's not something right now that I'm going to seek out in any way. Just because I'm polyamorous does not mean, to be polyamorous does not mean you have to be dating more than one person Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. People are so, uh, if you have a partner who's trying to tell you that it's, that if, we break up with these people, then we're not polyamorous anymore. That's manipulative lion ass behavior. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's ignorant. I'm just as polyamorous now as I was, I can remember when I was 16 years old and not, not being in a relationship with multiple people, but breaking up with someone because of distance and telling one of my best friends at the time in 1986, Hey, you know, you and Steve really get along great as friends and his parents like you better than they like me. If you want to date him, like, it's fine. What 16 year old person, a heterosexual, I didn't know I was, you know, straight up queer at the time, but it's like, that's just not common behavior. Mm -hmm. So I have always exhibit, not for straight people. It is, it is for, um, for, for homosexual people because their population just isn't that fucking big. You need to get over it. But anyway, so, uh, I, I just, um, have always had those tendencies and I probably will in some way, shape, sort of consider myself polyamorous. I would never get jealous at a partner having female friends or going to events and doing things. I just, um, there is a level of respect and maturity to a polyamorous relationship that just very, very few people are cut out for, frankly. It it way becomes a weapon far too easily um, uh, in a lot of situations. But, um, so... And obviously not that all group sex scenarios are polyamorous. I'm just trying to talk about my past experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, not, yeah, not something that I'm entertaining right now. I'm not into going to any kind of resorts or clubs or anything like I used to. It's just not on my radar. Um, uh, I'm always going to be coming up. You had mentioned
1: that... um... Do you do you want to be, like, the center of attention? That's my issue with group sex. I do not want to be the center of attention in any way. That is, like, not where I thrive. What about... Do you, Is that something that you seek out, or you would prefer not to be? If you were in a group sex... Or in your previous group sex settings.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I'm... I think I'm okay with some of that. Um, just because uh, I'm going to be coming up with some interesting tricks. So, yeah, I'm going to be some focus. There's going to be some highlighting there. And if I'm in a really comfortable group, then that is okay. Um, but once again, and I'm not saying I won't ever do it again, but it's just not something that I'm seeking out. It's not something I'm currently... Mm -hmm interested in pursuing um how about you is it something that you think mm. you would
1: i mean entertain i'm kind of like you in the sense of like if given the opportunity uh then absolutely i i I always want to. If I'm presented the door, I'm always going to want to walk through it, <laughs> uh, just for the experience. Would it matter?
0: Would it matter? Like male, male, female. Like male, 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 female. Would it matter? Female, female, um, female.
1: If the if the if it was male, male, female, I would want the males to also be bisexual. Uh, mm-hmm. I want them to be attracted to each other. I want to be the, fucking each other. And also be, mm-hmm. we're just all fucking each other. Uh, I don't, like, in that situation I don't want to be the center of attention because I am the only female. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, no, I don't think it would matter. Just that one specific thing about males needs to be just as interested in each other as they are in me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. What about you? Do you have a preference? So, um,
0: not, not terribly. It's kind of hard for me to think of like, since I'm not really into doing it at this time or it's not something I fantasize about or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, was always fun to um, be with a woman in those situations because, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm hetero-romantic, so I'm not with women very often. So it's kind of nice to experience that. Um, But but no, no no preference. I've only done the me as the only female and a male-male-female, I think maybe once that I can remember. So uh and I remember thinking it was pretty wild and interesting. But once again, uh, I'm not gonna go banging it out with a couple of guys tonight or anything like that. I'm not sure there's <laughs> anything wrong with that. If you want to do that I strongly not gonna strongly yet encourage you exactly we don't yuck yums around here there are fetishes too far and you know we'll identify those as we go but Mm -hmm. how about um how about porn what kind of porn are you into do you watch it
1: um i do uh i like anything that is you know homemade amateur the grainier the footage the better (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the Again, the voyeuristic kind of uh view is my preference. So I don't really like anything that's too staged. I don't like, you know, oh, the pizza delivery boy is coming. That mm-hmm. kind of setup is just not Skip my the plot. Thing. Yeah. Skip the plot. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't want to be so deep. <laughs> uh but yeah. Even with like uh I'll, you know, I watch heterosexual porn, but also like, women on women. Also, men, with men, gay porn is also really enticing to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. But all the same, under the same filter (laughs) of, like, homemade, amateur, like, if it could, if it could be uh, consensually uh like, secretly recorded or something, so that there's, like, not even a focus on whatever the recording device is, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, uh, I don't, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that is, like, what I seek out, and then whatever is under that kind of filter is, it, it, it varies, I mean, it could be group sex, it could be a heterosexual couple, it could be two women, it could be two men it could be um anything that's anything i want to watch anything people that are actually mm-hmm. fucking and enjoying it and mm-hmm. uh are actually attracted to each other and not doing all these like fake orgasms and stuff that's what i'm into Mhm.
0: Mhm. yeah the natural stuff is a must i can't amateur is one of the first
1: yeah I mean I'll I'll dabble in some like I mean you know that it's fake and you would hope it's fake but like the taboo ish stuff like you know a step a stepmom scene is always mm-hmm. kind of a little enticing but you you always know that that's it seems to be the same stepmom in every video so I find that interesting yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and she's like five years older than the other right. person. right so. yeah yeah exactly
1: exactly you said that you like amateur stuff as well i do
0: um i can kind of think back to where i well i started hunting and searching and finding magazines um anywhere i could find them while i was babysitting or at relatives houses if there was going to be a dirty magazine in that house i was gonna fucking find it (laughs)
1: <laughs> you would like go searching you were babysitting and you'd go in there and
0: <laughs> i was like 12 i wasn't like 18 yes yes yes
1: that's great
0: put those fucking kids to bed and then i would go look for those magazines um but it was so that kind of started early but um i remember being at a class in. Uh, at KU, um, it was a human sexuality class and it wasn't this big giant auditorium one that was hard to get into. This was like an offshoot with a TA, but I remember there was a day she rolled in the big TV and was talking about, we're going to watch this porn with some elderly people in it. And she flipped it on. And most of the people in class just, you know, we're 19 years old and we're very, uh, You know, there were some audible gasps of um, not good, you know, and there were some looking away and some laughing. And I really was so intrigued, um, you know, just found myself wanting some buttered corn and to really just (laughs) pull up to a place where I could see the screen better. (laughs) And it was just these these people who were probably in their 60s, maybe even 70s. who were um, performing oral sex on one another. And I just remembered how sensual it was to watch the man licking this woman's pussy and how much she was just enjoying it. And I just, I think that and some daddy issues that were already carved (laughs) just created a sincere respect for my elders (laughs) in terms of porn. In fact... Um, there's another podcast I really like called foul monkeys and you'd have to dig back a few years, but there's some audio on that podcast of me pegging a Vietnam era Marine Corps veteran. <laughs> it's definitely worth a listen, but anyway, so yeah, because when I was 20, I liked him 40 and, when I'm 50. So what am I going to do? Right? It's just the natural course of things. Not that they're always um, 20 years older than me anymore. But that was just kind of what I enjoyed. And then there wasn't long ago, this um, uh, person who produces uh, porn named Tristan Terramino. you can go onto, I think she has a production company, but she, she has porn that you can buy that's ethically Mm. made Mm -hmm. and that's, um, everybody's getting what they need in terms of payment and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I strongly encourage people to pay for your porn. Mm -hmm. It really hurts. It really hurts the performers when you don't. So, um, she's got some great, uh, porn of people who are in like their 60s and I enjoy that too. She had this one that she did that was partners who had just met who were a little bit older, partners who were long, long time partners, you know, partners who maybe only together for a couple weeks or months. And then it was neat to um, see those different experiences, but it was all people who um, were, like I said, in their 60s So super, and you super sexy
1: You've gone to uh, Dan Savage's Hump Film Festival, correct?
0: Yes, yes I have I've been to, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been to Hump Which, Hump, for those who don't know Dan Savage, a podcaster that I mentioned in the last, last uh, episode Or a couple episodes ago he has a film festival where it's snippets of five minute pornos that people make um, amateurs just mm-hmm. exclusively for the film festival. Mm-hmm. and that they're destroyed thereafter and you know, unavailable to see thereafter, pretty tightly controlled. it used to be anyway. But you go, it used to be the only place you could see it was the theater, physically go to the theater. So I've Mm -hmm. been to San Francisco. I think it was called the Victoria Theater in San Francisco and saw it there. So it's five minute snippets. So you're going to see things that you don't usually um, Mm -hmm. put in the search bar. You're going to see some... Um, heterosexual sex, homosexual sex. You're going to see mm-hmm. people across the um, gender non-binary mm-hmm. and trans people enjoying sex. Um, you're going to see some really artful films, some really funny, funny films, um, some ones that people will talk about always when you say "hump." There's one in particular that people always uh, bring up. So wait, which one's that one? one? It's the one where um, somebody's going to leave their house for work and they shove a stick of butter up their ass. And then it shows them going about their day. They're, you know, biking to work, having their day. Mm -hmm. And then they come back. They come back home and they put a piece of toast in the toaster (laughs) and then they squat over the toast and butter the toast. Yeah. So that's one that gets talked about quite frequently yes yeah. exactly I, uh, you're going to see things that you don't normally see
1: yeah I actually went to well I attended one virtually uh, during COVID I think it was last year not too long ago and that was the first time that I ever saw a porn like a lactating porn and it was interesting oh. I, I it was kind of artsy so I, I dug it um, but yeah I, I highly recommend anybody that just likes watching porn like, the whole spectrum of porn and how mm-hmm. how creative people can be with it, I highly recommend attending the Hump Film Festival. I don't know if they're still doing virtual uh, showings of it. If they are, then it's such an easy, like, setup. You just pay for it. They give you the link. You're good to go. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. like, live mm-hmm. chats you can join. Um but yeah, me and my uh, roommate at the time <laughs> sat down with a, <laughs> with a you know bag of popcorn and watched the Hump Film Festival together.
0: That sounds like fun. What was a what was this lactating video about? Was it a was it like sexy? Was it somebody acting like a baby? Was no, it somebody squirting somebody? It was, like, somebody? It, was, what a was group it
1: sex setting. I remember it being black and white. Um, but it was a group sex setting, and there were, I want to say at least one woman, one man, maybe more, and then one, uh, and then a woman that was lactating, and they, like, she was, like, squirting all over them, and they were drinking her milk, and sucking and licking, and it was all centered around the lactation, it was very, mm-hmm. it was very artsy. It was very sensual. Uh, not necessarily vulgar. Uh, I wouldn't call it vulgar. But it was very sensual, very like, you know, uh, kind of mommy vibes. But she wasn't acting like a mommy, and nobody was acting like a baby. It was just lactation and celebrating her mm-hmm. lactating body.
0: Wow, that's kind of a cool twist. Yeah. Nice.
1: Nice. It'd be easy to pay,
0: play on the old tropes with that. They went in a different direction and it's nice. Mhm. Good job. Mhm. Good job. Yeah, I was recently going to ask somebody because that festival makes its way through Kansas City mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was going to ask somebody to do it. But it it would have been like a first date and that would have been mm-hmm
1: that's kind of a lot probably
0: it's a lot for a first date that we're going to go to a theater and we're going to watch you know you're gonna maybe there's going to be some cock and ball torture i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but but um strap in yeah i just thought it it's hard to come back from that, right? Right. You have a wholesome first date if it involves that. So I thought, let's just, and not that you'd have to have a wholesome first date. You can fucking bang it out whenever you want. But I just wasn't, I thought if you're not going for that, then you should probably not go for that. Exactly. You know? So, um, but yeah, I've been a number of times and it's definitely, uh, I definitely want to go again.
1: Yeah. Hopefully I can mm-hmm. go in in person next time. But really the screening was just so uh convenient. I think that got a lot of viewership from it. So um Yeah. Yeah. For those really who did. are interested, definitely recommend checking it out.
0: Definitely. So, uh what you got what you got coming up? Um anything interesting on your horizon here this coming week? What's up with you, Boo?
1: um anything in- I mean it's Halloween is coming up so mm-hmm. uh I was invited to a couple of parties I, I'm I think I'm gonna go to this uh haunted disco party uh so mm-hmm. spooky disco vibes so I'm gonna put on some bell bottoms some platform shoes and then get creative with it I don't know how I'm gonna spook it up but uh mm-hmm. that's pretty much it it, there's nothing too crazy on my horizon, just trying to lay low until Thanksgiving, because I feel like that's when everything goes, goes crazy for me. It's like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, you know, all that. So right, I'm, trying right. that, I'm trying to prep myself for that. Kind of. Yeah. it's And it's coming up. It's yeah. It's coming up fast. Yeah.
0: So absolutely.
1: And we're both December babies.
0: Oh. <laughs> yes we are so it packs a lot into a small space
1: yeah it does um just
0: like our our assholes
1: (sighs) (laughs) do you have any other dates planned up this week with anybody in particular
0: yes i've got my friend and i are going to go out friday to see a musical performance so i'm really looking forward to that um Uh, Nothing really planned before then. As I said earlier, I'm anxious to talk to Quincy Crutchfield on Mm. the Horror Stories podcast Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Um, And then uh, really looking forward to getting a hold of Reagan and laying down an episode with her since uh, Mm. the first one did not get properly recorded. Mm -hmm. So it'll be busy. And then tons and tons of art. So I am... I love it. I just love it. It's packed with everything I love to do. I'm working on my horror stories podcast and working on my art. I don't know how I could complain about that. Going to Bermuda. Um, yeah, I can use my lips. I can use my lips. Use your lips in Bermuda. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I'll probably be relaxing. The friend who booked the book, the, um, The Cabanas mentioned, you know, God, bitch, I better get you your own because she's, like, been married forever. And I was like, oh, no, there's not going to be any of that. I'm going to be relaxing with my friends, going Mm -hmm. to bed early by myself,
1: Mm -hmm. chilling. and could be equally as fun.
0: Yes. Not that if, you know. Uh, I haven't banged it out on vacation before, but I'm just going for something a little bit different this time. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna just relax and enjoy my friends. But I uh, am looking forward to hearing about your party and your week when we get together and talk again. You got anything else to chat about? Any other uh, um... little bits?
1: I mean, you're going to hear it at the very end of the show, but just letting everybody know, please send in emails um, to our email address, horrorstories at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear all about your... your if you just want to provide a topic of conversation that you want us to discuss, like anything, uh, we are open ears. Um, I see Kelly Don't over be here shy. pouting her lips. She's admiring her new I'm like lips I trying
0: them out I know I'm looking <laughs> at them they look they look so juicy mm-hmm. Yeah write in and tell us about your group sex experiences talk to us about what kind of porn you like um have you ever had anybody suck on your toes or have you ever sucked mm. on anybody's toes yeah. and how was it mm, mm-hmm. I just kind of like saying it maybe it's time What's again. like your
1: preference if you're a foot fetish if you have a foot fetish, what's your preference in feet? Like, I listen to this podcast. Um, it's called H3 Podcast, and they have a foot a fetish, like, activist on their show. And he talks about how he likes men's feet that are barefoot and driving. That's, like, his mm. cream of the crop. Um so what it, what are some of our viewers' cream of the crop? It doesn't yeah. have to be foot-related, but, you know, anything.
0: What's your cream of the crop? What's your cream of the crops? Let us know. Let mm-hmm. us know. Well, it's been wonderful. I love talking to you, as usual. You're one of my favorite fucking people, Sasha Powers. So to you. God love you. God <laughs> love you. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Horror Stories. And I'm your host, Kelly, with my co-host,
1: Sasha Powers.
0: Thanks for joining us. Have a great week and appreciate you tuning into Horror Stories. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.